awesome. Mike's Daily Podcast. I'm not usually the braggadocio type, but I must say the last podcast, I named it Tide. And like nobody said anything about how amazing that was. Oh my, my, my. I called it Tide and it had so many applications. First off, the tide is turning because of Doug Jones' win in Alabama and Mike's Daily Podcast. Whoa, the tide is turning. And then, of course, Roll Tide. Mike's Daily Podcast. Crimson Tide. That's a big Alabama thing, they say. And I remember that when I lived there. And then there's also this other type of thing that applies, if you care. Saying Tide, this time of year, means Yule Tide. And, of course, I have the Yule Tide personalized MP3 3D contest that you can maybe win. If you go to mikesdailypodcast.com. Mike's dailypodcast.com and tell me your special holiday greeting and happy Hanukkah today woohoo Mike's lighten those lights daily that's all I know about it podcast I'm sorry I very much yeah don't have any idea what Hanukkah is about I love the songs from it the the one um the, that Adam Sandler sings that's funny no it's not it's so old and and who who even likes Adam Sandler anymore? It's done. And then there was that whole thing where he kept grabbing that girl's knee on that Graham Norton show. Did you hear about that? Look who walked in. I'm hearing something in my ears. And then it disappeared. Oh. Oh my gosh, it's my big Are you okay? I'm hearing things. I see dead people. I don't know. Look who else walked in. Lotte Mike, this is Valentino, the parking attendant. And this is Bison Bentley. Do you know that? Mike really mad that uh, Alabama turned into a Democratic state. I thought they were all Republicans and stuff there. Yeah, Chris Christie 2020. Do you know that? Chris, Chris Christie 2020 for Alabama? Is that it? Yeah, you know, because that seat will be up for election in 2020. So that Doug Jones Day... He's not going to be in there very long. And here's today's podcast picture. Okay. And I know they're talking about that with the Franken. That when he's out, there's going to be like an election next year already. To see who's going to be in for only two more years. I don't get it. It's just politics. Should we stop talking about politics? Do I really like politics? A little bit. Are you out of your mind? I know. <laughs> a little bit, especially because I'm hearing Ray Charles singing in my earphones. Okay, maybe I should just, in case that happens again, I'll be able to play it for you here. And you'll be able to say, okay, Mike. John McCain says to Trump the following. Lay off the fake news thing. You are fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Stop with your anti-media rhetoric. First off, it's willy-nilly, slap-a-dash, rope-a-dope, the, uh, the scattershot what he does. Because like he likes some media, and then he'll immediately turn on that media. It's just whoever says anything bad about him. It's crap. In a tweet... On Wednesday afternoon, 
the wonderful Heroic McCain shared a new report from the Committee to Protect Journalism that says the number of journalists imprisoned around the world has reached 262, and that is a new record. The total includes 21 reporters being held on fake news charges. The president, quote, must understand his harmful rhetoric only empowers regressive regimes to jail reporters and silence the truth. Trump is known for dismissing press coverage and he, he dismisses it and calls it. You are fake news. Fake news. Fake news. President Trump's nationalist rhetoric. This according to CPJ, the Committee to Protect Journalism says uh, that his nationalist rhetoric, fixation on Islamic extremism, and insistence on labeling critical media as fake news serves to reinforce the framework of accusations and legal charges that allow some foreign leaders to preside over the jailing of journalists. The most common reasons journalists are put behind bars around the world include anti-state charges and broad and vague terror laws. Turkey has imprisoned the highest number of reporters at 73. Have you? China is second, by the way, with 41. Have you ever seen, and in the White House didn't immediately respond. You know, Turkey, did you ever see that, what was that Oliver Stone movie, Midnight Express? Ugh, I never want to be in prison in Turkey. Wow. No thanks. In the final days before Donald Trump was sworn in as president, members of his inner circle pleaded with him to acknowledge publicly what U.S. intelligence agencies had already concluded, that Russia's interference with the 2016 election was real. But we should get along with the Russians. I say it's better to get along with Russia than not. As Elizabeth Warren said, America elected Donald Trump. And yeah, the Russians helped. Holding impromptu interventions in the Trump's 26th floor corner office at Trump Tower, advisors, including his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, and designated chief of staff, Reince Priebus, prodded the president-elect to accept the findings that the nation's spy chiefs had personally presented him on January 6th. They sought to convince him that he could affirm the validity of the intelligence without diminishing his electoral win. There were three officials involved in the session that spoke to the Washington Post about this. More important, they said, that doing so was the only way to put the matter behind him politically and free him to pursue his goal of closer ties with Vladimir Putin. This was part of the normalization process, said one of these sources. There was a big effort to get him to be a standard president, but as aides persisted, Trump became agitated. He railed that the intelligence couldn't be trusted. He scoffed at the suggestion that his candidacy had been propelled by forces other than his own strategy, his message, and his charisma. Told that members of his incoming cabinet had already publicly backed the intelligence report on Russia, Trump shot back. So what? Admitting that the Kremlin had hacked Democratic Party emails, he said that was a trap. It's a trap! As Trump addressed journalists on January 11th in the lobby of Trump Tower, he came as close as ever to grudgingly accepting 
He said, as far as hacking, I think it was Russia, he said, adding, we also get hacked by other countries and other people. As hedged as those words were, Trump regretted them almost immediately. It's not me, he said to aides afterwards. It wasn't right. Nearly a year into his presidency, Trump continues to reject the evidence that Russia waged an assault on a pillar of American democracy and supported his run for the White House. Which brings this huge question to you Republicans. What is he hiding? What? What is it? Why is he so in love with Russia? What is the fascination? I ask the Republicans because I, as long as I've been alive, Reagan looked uh, Brezhnev in the eye and said, you, you are the evil empire. Screw you. It's always been. Get the hell out of our country. No, we, we will have a relationship with you, but at a distance. We keep an eye on you, whereas... Trump just wants to give Putin a big bear hug and walk around with his shirt off and ride horses. No? (laughs) Might be fun. No, I don't understand. And, And Roy Moore did the same thing. Why are they so in love with Russia? What is it? And it, there's all kinds of theories you can come up with. Maybe you want to send me yours. Email me, mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. You can call me, 336-MM-DAILY. It, some people say, hey, it might, maybe it has to do with the way Russia is, where they are very strict. They, they put down homosexuals. They are very strong with their religion. It's not the same uh, atheistic communist party it used to be. Back when Reagan was president. Oh my gosh. So, I mean, McCain is beside himself with this whole thing. This whole issue. And as you can tell, I am as well. I cannot believe Seth Seth Rogen is going to play Walter Cronkite. Is that what I saw on the internet? I I think I saw that. And then Disney is buying a Fox film. For $52.4 billion. That's the big news. Uh, Russell Simmons is in the news too. Sexual accusations. uh, Sexual harassment accusations against him. Uh, Walt Disney is going to buy film. And I I do this all the time on the show I produce. So I might as well because we're talking about Disney. Alright that's enough. Agreed to buy film, television, and international business businesses from Rupert Murdoch. Disney is going to own Fox. That means that those people on Fox News are going to be working for the mouse. That's insane. Can you believe that? I wonder how people at Fox, the ultra-right conservatives, are going, Uh, is, is that mouse liberal? Kind of looks liberal. I don't know if I should work for them. Maybe I'm going to jump over to RT. Russian television. RT. Which I talked all about on Sunday. As well as talked about... Oh, yeah. Because RT is on every freaking cable channel on DirecTV in Pleasanton. Where I work on the weekend. I could not believe. And I make no money working there. I got my paycheck the other day from there. And I'm like, why? Why do I do it? 
uh, RT, Russian television. It's just, it, they just call themselves RT. They've got this green background. You may not even know that they are controlled by Russia, but it is all conservative talk. It's all anti-media. They also rant. I watched a thing that went on and on about. You are fake news. Fake news. Fake news. About how American media is fake news. Only RT television has the right news, has the correct news. They hire super attractive young people to be their correspondents, to pull you in visually with eye candy. It's terrible. Oh, so maybe all those Fox, uh, uh, you know, Employees will jump to over there now that Disney owns them. But my point was, uh, Seth Rogen is Walter Cronkite, really? Does that mean that anybody that can do a Walter Cronkite impression can do a Walter Cronkite? Really? Is that what it means? Yeah, no kidding. You know, you, all you have to do is go, I, that's the way it is. You have to talk like that and sound like a news anchor. It's 130% true. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed that. I do this all the time. There's not a person in this room who hasn't done that. Thank you. We all do our Walter Cronkite impression and it's super easy to do. And then you you bring it back a little bit and you've got you've got Obama cuz he also had his stilted way of talking where he would hit these Washington's made things worse. Is that how it works, Obama? That's not even funny. I'm sorry. I won't ever do that again. I appreciate that. Okay. So then, uh, oh, a Kentucky lawmaker accused of assault died in an apparent suicide. Hmm. And the other, oh, so I had tweeted on Sunday about how someone gave me advice about how to make my podcast more popular. And, you know, I guess I was not very appreciative of the advice. And I said something to that effect on the Twitter. And I probably shouldn't have been, I shouldn't, you know, if people give me advice, I should welcome it with open arms, right? Even if it's on Twitter, even if it's, I should say thank you. And I did actually retweet and say, you know, thanks. And your words are motivational. Thank you. But my point is that, and that's my favorite catchphrase, my point being that sometimes the advice I get from this particular person, I question. He's pulling that advice from research that the company he works for does, but some of it I hear and I go, hmm, podcasting is such a new, this is my whole point. Podcasting is such a new thing. It's hard to get your hands on the real data of who's listening. When someone clicks play, it registers as a play back to the host, to the server of where the podcast is. But how long is the person listening? Like, have they actually listened this far into the podcast is the question. You know, how far do we really have that data? So he made, this is the thing though. If he's listening right now, listen. Stop with your whole well, I'm just not going to do that anymore. I, that's, what, that's what his tweet was. I guess I won't give you advice anymore. That is so my ex-wife. That is so that passive-aggressive way of doing things. Like, okay, uh, she'd make something and I'd go, hey, that, you know, this doesn't really taste very good. Okay, well, I guess I'll never make this again. 
I guess I'll never cook that. I guess I slave for hours for nothing then. Just the bath with the bath water and the baby and goes with the bath water and goes out the door. That's just not right. Don't be that way is all I'm saying. Yeah, don't throw the baby out with the bath water. That bath water can be used for other things. Ugh, that just irritates me. So now he's gonna text. I guess I just know. I guess I'll never do that again. I guess I will So I'm sorry. I won't do that again. Ugh. It's just it's bath with bath water. I guess I won't ever do the bath with bath water again. So don't do that, folks. Talk it out. Let's have conversations. Let's be open to ideas, and I will be as well. I promise. Did you, uh, when you were looking at the Alabama elections, by the way, as we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcast for Valley. When you were looking at the two contestants, Roy Moore and Doug Jones, and when you squinted your eyes a little bit, as I do, because my eyesight is going, it's shot. And that's why I should do Mike's weekly podcast because I'm getting old and I can't do it every single day anymore. Screw that. I can do it every single day. I can do it 50, 50 times a day. That's right. I'm all that in a bag of chips, yo. That's right. Baby. Oh. That was correct. That answer. Uh, The thing is, when you squinted, did the two contestants look alike to you? They're both the same, like, head. The both both white guys, kind of overweight white guys, pudgy white guys. Did you notice that? Well, of course, it's Alabama. Oh, I gained a whole mess of weight when I lived in Alabama. Wow. The weight I gained. There's just everywhere you go. There's like 20 zillion different fast food restaurants you can choose from. Waking up yesterday, though, to, the, to hearing about the Doug Jones win was the complete opposite of waking up a year ago. Waking up to Trump winning. What? Did he really win? What? And I'm combing through the radio waves. What? He did? What? Oh my God. And then yesterday was the opposite. What? Doug Jones won? He really did? What? 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 No. Shut up. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Who was the girl on What Not to Wear? Really thin with the pretty hair. And she had like a streak of gray. And she would go, shut up, shut up, shut up. When she saw someone coming out of the dressing room, you know, she'd do makeovers and give them clothes that, re, you know, get rid of. They'd have to throw out all their clothes, the clothes they liked. Oh, I love that shirt. Why do you still have that shirt? It looks like crap. Oh, I love it. Throw it out. Oh, no. Just throw it out. Okay. And then they'd come out and look all nice and they'd be like, shut up. Shut, shut up. Shut up. Shut Wow. wow! You look so nice. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And it'd be great. Net neutrality ends today. I don't know what that means. That means basically the whole... that You won't be able to listen to this anymore. The whole internet is going to collapse upon itself and disappear. So, that you know, sorry. What it means is the people that spent the money to build all this infrastructure are now going to be able to control it and do stuff basically what's already going on and sanjit pie no anjit pie whatever his name i'm sorry i have a caucasian mouth and it's hard for me to say 
very different names that I'm used to. Let's just call him Bill Pie. Bill Pie is changing the way we do things, and so that's great. No, it's not great. I don't know what it means. It means you should call me 336 Daily and tell me what you think of the net neutrality. It means that the people that protested the fact that net neutrality is going away, they used bots and completely disrupted the whole feedback uh, website that you're supposed to give feedback to the FCC about what you think about this whole thing. Oh yeah, they used bots and messed it all up. Thanks a lot, you net pro new net neutrality people. You use too much of the internet to get the internet you want and it ended up hurting you um and by the way when i did wake up yesterday i didn't get such good sleep because i had all that beer with kevin and kevin i'm sorry i didn't get to meet up with you yesterday at your little soiree i'm sorry dang it maybe next time hopefully there'll be a next time and star wars the new one who gives a crap comes out tonight at midnight i know you're gonna go see it because you love Star Wars and you can't wait. And I know I'm getting I'm getting a little excited about it too. I'm I'm buying into the hype as well, but I'm not gonna see it till it comes out on Netflix. Oh wait, I'm canceling my Netflix. I'm not gonna see it till I get it illegally some way. Oh wait, I can't do that because of net neutrality is going away. It's gonna be net unneutral. Net unneutral today. Oh my. Uh, yeah, what does that mean? We'll find out. You know, when the first big lawsuit comes because net neutrality has been pulled away, that's when we'll really get into a discussion about it. Okay, I guess we're done. Thanks so much um, for listening. We are, I'm wrapping it up. I don't know if you notice it, but I'm wrapping it up. I got to get ready. I'm going to see my one podcast listener, Sylvia, today, and I'm all excited. And we're going to chat and I'll get all kinds of feedback from her about you know what I can do differently about my podcast and then I'll take it personally and then I'll do a passive aggressive thing and go okay fine I just won't do my podcast anymore no I won't do that I promise okay next show it'll be Shelly Shuhart, Floyd the Floorman and John Deere the Engineer this has been Mike Matthews live from Cafe Anyway located somewhere in Podcastro Valley Mont the last place on earth and that was FF episode 1513 yeah baby Mike's TV podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews his podcast is super easy to find Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye. Oh, and the podcast picture is a really Christmassy looking house that I saw in, what was that, on uh, Monday, somewhere in Podcastro Valley. So check that picture out with the cute little Christmas tree in the window. Or maybe it's a Hanukkah bush. I don't know. Happy Hanukkah.